and welcome to Soap Secrets. We're going to start this week by talking all things Coronation Street. And Claire is Claire Ruck is joining me today. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Okay, so you've had your annual leave. You're back with a bang. Tell me more. What's going on? <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to to mention first of all because while I was on 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 annual leave, um, the NTAs, the National Television Awards, took place and. You know what? Coronation Street wiped the board. We had Molly Gallagher, who plays Nina. She won Best Serial Performance. And Jude Riordan, who plays Little Sam, he won Best Newcomer. And Corrie itself won Best Serial Drama. And you know what, Hannah? This shows just how much Corrie is on fire at the moment. It is, mm. it is just on fire. It really is. And I think it absolutely deserved those awards because, you know, this has been a really difficult time and everyone's done their level best to, you know, get through it and to, um, you know, deal with the situation in hand. But I think Coronation Street has done it admirably. Yeah. They've done it really, really well with some great storylines. They, they haven't sort of thought, oh, well, we'll take off off the gas. In fact, quite the opposite. Yes, and they, their storylines have layers to them. They're, um, so there's always depth, and and then they have the lighter touches. We have, you know, we have the Audreys and the Ritas, and and it just it just brings together this complete drama that we we welcome into our lives you know on a on a weekday night so it's it's lovely yeah absolutely and of course we've got soap super soap week haven't we coming yes, up which in a couple uh, of is weeks. brilliant i yeah. know that's going to be that's itv do this thing where they, they they do it every night and it's going to be they save it and they have these massive massive storylines so so we we this is where coronation street is heading it's heading down this road to this super soap week which is, um, I mean, this week's a great week, but, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, it's, it's, it's going to blow your mind. So Yeah. So <laughs> this week, though, it's all about Kelly's sentencing, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And we, we all know what happened at the trial. Um, Sabine got Corey off, despite the fact that he was guilty, and poor innocent Kelly was left, was took the blame. And, and this week, it's her sentencing. Now, um... Abby ran off after she would do. She was, she's, you know, it's emotional. It's her son. Her son has been murdered, you know, and she ran off after, after the, after, after the trial ended. And we haven't seen her for a couple of weeks. So, so um, Kevin is hoping that she might show for this, for, you know, for this sentencing, because, you know, it's, it's an important, it's an important part of justice. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's very important. All the families generally turn up for the sentencing. Um, William Rand's impassioned plea helped to get innocent Kelly a lighter term. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, and, um, you know, Kevin, Kevin is, 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 is really desperate to get fiancé Abby back because, you know, like they were due to get married. They were on, uh, she was on a hen night, the news, when the news came through that her son had been attacked and um, and he subsequently died that night. Uh, and he's worried for Abby and he's determined, you know, like, you know, because they were going to get married, he's determined to get justice for her and also for Seb, you know, as the murder victim. And so he rages at Sabine after the sentencing for getting Corey off scot-free. Um, mm. And, you know, like, everything's going well for Corey. Poor... Poor Kelly. We know she 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 sadly once she'd been found guilty, she attempted to take her life that night when she was you know taken back to prison. But Corey, nothing's touching him. You know, as a footballer, he's been promoted to count his first team. 
So, uh, and, and, and like you say, in, particularly in soap, we all want justice done no matter, but in soaps particularly, we've got to restore the equilibrium at some point. I yes. mean, it takes a long time sometimes, as we well know. <laughs> but, you know, Corrie, yeah, we, we need to get this sorted. We yes. need to get this right. Yes. So, so you know, this is really distressing for, um, for Kevin, you know, because if, if Abby found out Nina's furious about it, because, you know, obviously Seb was her boyfriend, um, you know, and so they, they try to get Corey, both Nina and Kevin come together and try to get Corey thrown out of the county football club. They, you know, all of this is going on. They try to wreck his reputation. Corey's dad, Stefan, calls at the garage to warn, to warn Kevin off. Um, but in all of this, will, will Abby come home and come back to the bosom of her family uh, where, where really she belongs? Mm, will she? Yes. Well, like, you, you can't know, tell me, can you? No. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on a slightly lighter note, it's Audrey's birthday. Yes, it's Audrey's birthday. I love Audrey. <laughs> She's brilliant. She's absolutely she brilliant. She really is. And um, she gets miffed. Because she gets all these little little old lady gifts. Well, I, I never think of Audrey as being elderly. She's, she's no, a... she's graceful, isn't yes. she? She's yes. sort of she's all, to me actually. She's always looked the same. Yes, I don't think she's changed, has she? Mm. No, I agree. No, well, uh, you know, her family, you know, consider her to be a, you know a little old lady because they've been given her little old lady gifts. And she's... They've given her like floral scented soap. Yes. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I know. So if she gets some of them, she'll be throwing them at her family. And um, so, and then, you know, Gail accuses her of squinting, squinting. Uh, and, you know, when one girl says this, I don't make glasses, and she storms off. Uh, but as she drives away, she hits Rita's car. So oh has... Has age finally caught up with Audrey? No, she just got a bit angry, didn't she? It can happen to us all. <laughs> We've all done it. Haven't we? Oh, Audrey, that will be fine. I love these. I love it when soaps just have these kind of like random storylines running yeah. along because obviously that's such a biggie in there this week. And then there's just this light-hearted oh, and Audrey, <laughs> Emmerdale. Yes, let's move from Coronation Street to Emmerdale. Um, this week we really kind of see the impact of grief on Layla and Liam's marriage, don't we? Yes. So this is, this is something we've talked about before, and I've said that I think that um, the way they are portraying. Liam in his grief it's, it, they've done this really really well because mm. I, I know it is it is a story um, but so often in soaps not not in the Coronation Street Abbey line but you, you know a soap character somebody is murdered but actually we don't actually see the grief they have a couple of weeks of grief and then life goes on doesn't it as normal but actually life doesn't go on as normal grief grief is 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 can be all consuming it can take years to to for people to come to terms with so you know for Layla and Liam this is massive um they've they've had a very torrid time of it let's let's face it when poor Liana died of course they had only been married for like three weeks so it wasn't like you know they were still in the honeymoon phase um and uh, then of course Layla Layla got pregnant accidentally and and then she lost the baby so really uh, 
they've had massive amounts of life-changing events in a very, very short time. Um, and at this point, of course, Liam doesn't doesn't realise that his daughter was murdered because obviously Mina yeah. hasn't been outed. Um, but so he just thinks she died. So 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 the the murder bit hasn't hasn't hit him yet because obviously he doesn't know. Um, and um, this week, um, she she thinks you know she's they're trying with the marriage and she thinks oh I'll take him lunch because Liam gave up his job in the village and started, he said he'd, he told her he'd started a new job in Hotton Hospital. So he thinks, so she mm. thinks, oh, I'll take him lunch and we can sit and chat over lunch, over mm. his lunch hour. Um, anyway, when she gets there, she's shocked to discover he doesn't work there. So that's been a bit of a, f- a fib. Um, and, um, and then she, so when she confronts him about, you know, well, I pitched up at the hospital to have lunch with you and they didn't know you so they said you didn't work there he's very very evasive and she fears he's hiding something and um and after mandy makes a comment about seeing uh bernice she fears that maybe uh liam is getting comfort by having an affair with bernice because obviously they were together before you know, yeah, he but he Lane. didn't choose Bernice, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. So, so can Layla save her marriage and her husband? I think this this is one of the layer layer ones. He's in grief. Let's let's see exactly what he is doing mm, and where he mm. is finding comfort, and um, and it, it might not be in the place you think. No, I yeah, I think he's um. Yeah, the grief does funny grief does funny things, yes. but of course he's sort of shutting out the one person he really needs to rely on. Yes, he does. Yes, he has. Um, and it's not the it's not the only storyline, of course, um, because things go from bad to worse for Paddy. Yes, I know, I know. I, poor Paddy. Um, you know, he wanted to help his his lovely wife Chaz save save the woolly, so he he so he'd been doping Kim's horses. Um, you know, uh, so that's a, it's a really bad thing because that'll get him struck off quite quickly if that was ever to be discovered. But he feels trapped because obviously once you've done it once, Kim has him over a barrel, doesn't she, Hannah? She does. I don't know why he did it. He's such a wally. I know, I know. She thought, he, she thought, um, he thought that Kim could help him get, you know, retain, retain the, wo- the woolly for Chaz and Marlon. Um, anyway, so she asked him to dope his horse again. And Al, bad Al, is suspicious when he catches the two of them talking in hushed tones. And later he begins blackmailing Paddy. Does he know? Mm. Oh, Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. <laughs> Mind you, that's what keeps his character fresh, isn't it, at the end yes. of the day? Because, you know, it could, he could be just so so easily just the lovely, lovable Paddy who's a vet in the village and saves all the animals' lives, yeah. and, you know. But And then it would just be a nothing. So I suppose I have to wrap him up in some... He gets caught up in a sort of a buffoon-type way, doesn't he? Yes. I think this is really good because Al has come on leaps and bounds as a baddie and they've done him really well because they didn't just drop him in, helicopter him in and make him a baddie straight away. We've had, you know, we've had, we've had all sorts of... We've seen him as a ladies' man. We saw him, you know... We saw him do lots of horrible things and now mm. here he is. I think this is his worst thing. He, you know, he wants to buy into the wool pack and we don't know why, we don't know what his motives are... But it won't be a good motive, will it, Hannah? No, it won't be, no. 
no, definitely. That, that's one thing you can be sure of. <laughs> um, and there's no good motives in Hollyoaks because, um, ever, but actually particularly this week, because um, poor old Juliet is in danger, isn't she? Because she, reali- well, she realises that Perry might have a stalker. Yes, yes. So, um, so yes. So Juliet thinks that P- P- Perry has a daughter, and when she spots Timmy, bad Timmy, who's in cahoots with Fergus um, and Bluebird, which which comes up every now and again. That one's still waiting in the wings to blow up. Uh, mm. Timmy, he's watching Perry at the hospital, and um, and she accuses him, and. Of, of, of stalking Perry and he covers his tracks and pushes her down the stairs so poor Juliet ends up in hospital unconscious and then Timmy realises that he's, this has put him in a worse can, in a worse position than just being a stalker he's now pushed someone down the stairs which you know is attempted murder I would imagine yeah um, absolutely so if she were to wake up she could reveal all um and so as timmy contemplates drastic action will juliet survive god <laughs> it's just too much there's too much yeah. death here don't don't hurt any more people <laughs> um and and shaq is still on a mission to to find out who his dad is yes um but but the but but mom is definitely trying to put him off the scent yes Yes. So obviously, Dad is is there. There's a, must be a backstory here. If Mizbar doesn't want to to tell Shaq who his father is, because otherwise mm. you would just say your dad is so and so, or your dad was so and so, but very sadly, you know, he's no longer with us, or, or all sorts of things. But she's yeah. she's desperately trying to put him off the scent. Um, and uh, when the two have an argument about it, she tells Shaq that his dad is dead. Um, and when this turns out to be a lie, it hits Shaq really hard. And, you know, so why is Mizbar hiding the identity of his father? And will Shaq ever find out the truth? Well, the truth always comes out, Claire. I hate to tell you this. It always does, particularly painfully in soaps. <laughs> and it's very... Sorry. Can I just, can I just mention one last thing? Um, yeah. So this is going to shock you, Hannah. Brody's dead. I, I, I'm absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe it when I watched it. Just, I can't believe it. Summer came back and was going to confront Sienna and Brody. They did it on a cliff top, and you kind of expected, you know, Summer to end up over the cliff edge. That, Not that's Brody. <laughs> no, Brody didn't end up over the cliff edge. <laughs> Although um, I, we, I did say, wouldn't, wouldn't it be a good twist if he did? Um, but he, he's desperate, you know. Summer, Summer has a gun and she's in, she was intent on killing Sienna. Brody, they've reconciled. Brody wanted to save Sienna. He said, no, 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 I will go to the police station and I will tell the police that what I did to Cormac, what Warren and I did to Cormac, and that, you know, we will go to prison and you will get your justice. Please don't hurt Sienna. So he runs off to the village to, to report himself to the police. Um, Sienna, in the meantime, manages to pick a rock up. She... She um, she she manages to knock out Summer. She runs off to say to to Brody, "It's all right. I've sorted it all out." Um, and as they're about to reckon, you know, hug each other, a speeding car comes around the corner and slams into Brody, and he dies in Sienna's arms. Oh, it's such a horrible end. I know. I know. Oh. Honestly, it, it was really shocking. It was really shocking. I just think it's just oh no, 
Not good. Because you think they were going to have their happy ever after. Exactly. And... No, no one gets that. No, again, again, Claire, you're the soap expert. You should know that. No, that doesn't happen. And, and I'll tell you one person who's never going to get a happy ever after, and that's Whitney. Because, my goodness, that girl, she really does not have happy days, does she? And this week in EastEnders, in the square... Good old serial killer Grey asked Whitney out for yeah. a dinner. Um, and you just, it's just like, there's the next victim waiting. And, and she's been embroiled in this before. We've been concerned about her welfare before. And she's also got, yeah. got out of his clutches back. Yes, mm. yes, completely. I mean, so, I, I, so what does Grey want with Whitney? I, you know, does he think that she's young and that he can control her like he was controlling Chantel? Uh, he def, def, desperately needs um, a sort of a new mother for his two children. You know, so what exactly does he want? He, he asks her out for dinner, first of all, and uh, she, says, she says, no, I, you know, I'm still in love with Kirsch because we all know that, you know, Grey killed Kush mm. because he was dating, basically because he was dating Whitney. Uh, so, so um, uh, you know, she says no. But then, you know, Whitney's been doing this singing and last week Rocky threw a bit of a hissy fit at her, at this woman that was organising all, all the events and got, uh, you know, Whitney Whitney was dropped from the lineup. But Grey this week um, manages to get Whitney reinstated. Um, and, you know, so... So she sees him in a in a nicer light, shall we say? Um, and uh, she 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 then she agrees to go for 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 dinner with him. You know, so she's softening towards him. Um, I mean, she does know him. I think she trusts him quite quite well. She does. She has not seen the bad side of him. Actually, nobody apart from Chantel ever saw the bad side of him. So yeah, so she trusts him, and she agrees to take things slowly and start with dinner. So what exactly is Gray's plan? You know, is it love? Is it is it love or, or does he have something else he in does, mind? He can't, because at the moment he can't love anyone but himself. And he's and he's so controlling as we've seen before in other relationships. Yeah. I just the thing is Whitney this is this is her character. She stereotypes, isn't she to a degree? You know, she yeah. is so vulnerable in so many ways and she gets used by people and you know, she's easy to use by someone like him but you, you know, you don't want her coming to a sticky end over this because this isn't no. just a control and abuse. This is staring death, you know, down the barrel of death because that's what he does, right? But she doesn't know that, clearly. Yes. That's the reality. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Oh, so <laughs> the thing is, is that although she's taking it slowly, do you, do, I mean, this is going to be a bigger storyline, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it has to be. I, uh, this has been going on for a year now, so I would imagine it's got to come. It's, it must be coming towards its end. So, is this the start of the start of the end for for Gray um, as he moves in on Whitney? Yeah, we have had a bit of Tina. You know, we've had we've had you know about three three weeks ago. Tina's name came up. He did that silly thing where he said he'd seen Tina and Shirley and Mick looking for her. Then he 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 he's lost his job and he has used Tina's credit card, which is very silly. Mm, very silly. <sighs> it's all going on this week, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's all it's all going one way that storyline. Yeah, uh, the wrong way. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> well, thank you, Claire. That is it, I'm afraid, from us this week. We will be back next week um, with lots more gossip, um, lots more to cheer you up, or, or perhaps not so much. Um, but we have a giggle anyway, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. <laughs>